1420 WBSM presents Ray Lance of the USA Wealth Group. It's time to get your finances in order. Money Wise starts now. Good Sunday morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Money Wise, and thank you for listening on another Sunday morning. I'd like to start this morning by giving you a quote from Franklin Delano Roosevelt on March 4, 1933. This was during his first inauguration as President of the United States. And if you recall during that time, not too many people were there then, obviously, this was a time when we were smack in the middle of the Great Depression that began in 1929. So Franklin Delano Roosevelt said, the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. And that's a very famous quotation. But just think of the fact that here was a president being inaugurated in the midst of the greatest depression that the country has ever had, a depression that took 15 years to get through, a long time. So today we're going to be talking about some things to be afraid of and some things not to be afraid of. And the message for today and the theme for today is really very simple, and it's this. Yes, we have a lot of problems going on right now, not only medically, but economically, but we're going to get through it. We always have as a nation, we always will as a nation. We have to work together and we have to cooperate with one another. So as we begin this morning, I want to start by first of all saying a quick hello to Attorney Tenny Lance. Good morning, Tenny. Good morning, Ray. Good morning, everyone. And good morning to Attorney Mike Coleman. Good morning, Mike. Good morning. Thank you for having me. And we would like you to know, first of all, that we are recording this show this morning from the offices of Lance Law, Inc. and USA Wealth Group located at 352 Fonts Corner Road in Dartmouth. We did last week's show also recording from here for the first time, and this is a great experiment for us. We didn't do this in response to the coronavirus or the economic problems. We were actually planning to do this for some time, and you could call it accidental foresight. But we were thinking that maybe we could be more efficient if we were able to record our show in the office rather than in the studios of WBSM. So we arranged to purchase equipment uh, three or four weeks ago. We installed it. We set it up. If we have a few glitches in our show, please bear with us. We're trying to do this. And I also know that most of the broadcasters and people who record from WBSM or who broadcast live, many of them are recording from their own homes right now. So it's a new era. It's a new era for us. So we'd like your feedback. If you have comments on what you think about the show or can you hear the show okay, we'd really welcome uh, an opportunity to get a call from you or to get an email from you or comment on our Facebook accounts, for example. And the other central message today for uh, Tenny and Mike and for all of us at these offices is very simple. We have arranged so that you can reach us and communicate with us if you need to. You can call us on the telephone. We can have phone lines here recorded to our phones at home. You can reach us on email all the time. So about a third of our staff have been working at home now for a few days, and the rest of our staff will be working remotely. But, you know, there's a couple of important things that I think we need to mention, don't we, Tenny, about um, whether we are constituting or constituting an essential service or not. Well, that's right. Um, Governor Baker um, issued this statement, and it um, includes a list of Massachusetts essential services. One of the things that was uh, stated as being essential, and I'm going to quote from it, is professional services such as legal and accounting services and payroll and employee benefit services when necessary to assist in compliance with legally mandated activities and critical sector services or where failure to provide such services during the time of the order would result in significant prejudice. And just one other to read to you folks. Considered an essential service is workers that provide services for 
or determine eligibility for public benefits such as subsidized health services and other necessities of life for economically disadvantaged or otherwise needy individuals. Now, those are complicated words because nobody's really defined for us what um, what a legally mandated activity is or uh, we assume that Medicaid is considered a public health uh, issue, but what are we to do? Are we to work from our homes or are we to work? Are we able to come into the office? At the moment, we're talking about working from home and working with services such as email or uh, the regular mail if necessary or whatever else to perform our services from there. So what we've done uh, primarily, Tenny, is basically say that clients should not be coming to the office right now unless it's truly an emergency. Um, so you can go to the store right now. You can go grocery shopping. You can go to your pharmacy. You can do those things that you have to do. You can still shop at restaurants and have takeout food. But these are truly unusual times, aren't they, Mike? They are. Um, we don't really know. We're sort of going by the seat of our pants here and... Um, Trying to figure things out as we go, as Tenny mentioned, we'll be at home, but we'll have full access to email, phones. Um, I think if we need to come in the office, we will. So, And I want to give a big shout out to Mike and say thank you, Mike, for reminding me that I forgot to press the timer button to see how long our show is going to be. <laughs> so we could go all on, we will, on all Sunday. We will try not to run over. When, you know, when we've been recording at the studio in Fairhaven with WBSM, uh, we always have this great big timer. We watch the time click down, and we know we've only got so many more minutes to speak. Mm-hmm. So we're going to wing it a little bit this morning, <laughs> aren't we, Mike? <laughs> Do you want to start it now? Oh, you did start it. Okay. No, no. We're already recording. Oh, okay. So Brianna, who's technically smarter than I am, has just pointed out that on the monitor that we're watching, we're now seven minutes into the show. So let's see. So I've got the clock on 52 minutes that means, what's 52 minus 7? Oh, gosh. 45. I to do that in my head. <laughs> All right. But you can just use the timer on the So on say the something quick, Mike. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop this, and I'm going to lower the timer if I can do that. Well, you can just use you the timer just on use the... the timer on oh, the monitor. Oh, uh, you're, you're right. How <laughs> smart you are. I can watch the timer on the monitor. I don't have to play with the timer. Forgive us, folks. Ray and I are not necessarily technologically able. <laughs> but we're trying our best. So... One of the other things that Franklin Roosevelt also said is, we have always held to the hope, the belief, the conviction that there is a better life, a better world beyond the horizon. So he had some really interesting things to say in a very difficult time. And we're going to give some quotes for some famous people today. But what I'd like to do this morning, Tenny and Mike and ladies and gentlemen listening, is I'd like to give you a little bit of history of some of the major pandemics that we've had in this country. So first of all, this is truly not going to be the end of the world. We've had major crises and major medical problems in the past. Uh, New York Times uh, this past week just sent out um, very detailed information, and I just want to give you a little bit of information. So back in 1918, we had something in this country called the Spanish flu. And That was an epidemic that was beyond imaginable, beyond anything that we will experience today. And my purpose in telling you this is not to alarm you and make you have concern about what we're doing right now. Yes, we do need to be cautious and we do need to take uh, all appropriate measures to protect our family and our neighbors and our communities. But this was a really serious thing that happened around the time of World War I. It killed 50 million people around the globe which is unbelievable today. It killed far more people than those who died in World War I. But think about the times in 1918. We didn't have anywhere near the kind of medical care. We didn't have Purell. We didn't have sanitizers. We didn't have mass communications to be able to tell people what to do and what not to do. Or ventilators. Or ventilators. But you know what happened? Eventually, the Spanish flu was conquered. It went away, and the world went on. And then in 1968, a bit more recently, uh, during the time of the uh, Vietnam War, actually, 
We had the Hong Kong flu. Probably not a lot of people listening today can remember this or think about it. And that also um, hurt a lot of people at the time. And then shortly after that, we began to experience what's called the AIDS epidemic in the United States. It still exists today, but you know what? There's a lot more treatment for AIDS today than there ever used to be in the past. And then more recently, in 2002 and 2003, we had something called SARS. And that seems like a long time ago, but yet that was only about 18 years ago. We had the SARS concern, and that was a large family of viruses which caused illness in animals, and I guess it was transmitted onto humans at that point. Tenny, do you remember something in 2009 and 2010, not that far ago, uh, not that long ago, called the swine flu? Yes. So probably people listening might think of, yeah, I, I remember the swine flu. I heard the name. But yet we don't think it had a major impact in this country. It, it impacted other countries more. And in 2013, we had Ebola, and people were deathly afraid of Ebola. That was largely contained in Africa at the time. And that had a much higher death percentage than even the coronavirus now. Well, the Ebola virus uh, went through West Africa between 2014 and 2016. It did kill 11,300 people, according to the World Health Organization. But it didn't wipe out the population. It was contained. It was controlled. It didn't spread as far. It didn't upend Western lives, people in this country. It didn't require us to shutter our bars and our restaurants and things of that nature, but still it was a concern to a lot of people. And then how about in 2015, we had something called MERS, M-E-R-S. And that was another instance which claimed 858 lives. And that was mostly in the Arabian Peninsula, according to the World, World Health Organization. And then now we're experiencing the coronavirus in the year 2020. But we will solve this problem. We will get beyond it. So right now, the disease and the spread will most likely get worse before it gets better. That's what everybody is saying on television, on the media. And it's critically important that people take all appropriate steps. So I think that some of the things the government's doing right now are, are certainly appropriate. We want to try to contain this. And most likely, it will get worse before it gets better. We're going to talk about some of the reasonable things that everybody listening can do to make sure that this is not going to be a problem impacting your family, hopefully. And Brianna, are you just looking at your, your cell phone or are you actually trying to take pictures of me? You're trying to take pictures of me. Okay. <laughs> That's all right. I will pretend you're not there. You look wonderful in earphones. <laughs> That's what? I said you look wonderful in earphones. Yeah, I look like Mickey Mouse probably in my earphones. <laughs> A bit. <laughs> well, all right. Well, thank you for that little compliment. I'll take it. So this is probably a good time to give you another quotation, ladies and gentlemen. This is from Michelle Obama. You may not always have a comfortable life, and you will not always be able to solve all the world's problems at once. But don't ever underestimate the importance you can have, because history has shown us that courage can be contagious, and hope can take on a life of its own. Really remarkable statement, I think, and something that's very appropriate for this time. There are so, so many good stories that are appearing in the media of the ways that people are helping each other. Um, I saw a story uh, a few days ago about somebody who turned 95 and obviously was concerned not to have people come into her house to have her birthday party, but all the relatives gathered on her front lawn and sang happy birthday to her while she stood in the doorway. <laughs> I mean, you just got to do those sorts of things. They're wonderful. And by the way, those of you who are listening today who might happen to be clients of Lance Law, Inc. or USA Wealth Group or Lance Family Insurance Agencies, one of the things that we did this morning before working on the radio show is we also taped a video, which is going out to everyone and I think we're going to try to post that on our websites if we can as well. Right, Brianna? She's saying yes. Okay. I'll take your word for it. I would, I would not know how to do it. <laughs> but um, we basically had those of our staff who are still here 
get together and just send out a, a brief message that we're here to help you. You know, our, our mission, Mike, has always been to do two things. We want to show folks how to protect your family and how to protect your money. Right. And that's always going to be our mission, and we're always still here to help. Absolutely. Like we said before, we're going to be at home, working at home, but we'll be checking emails and voicemails, and we can obviously make phone calls and respond to emails. And so we're still going to be working. You know, the work doesn't stop. You know, one thing that I've been so pleased about as we've been beginning to go through this crisis is that I'm I'm so impressed by the dedication and the quality of our team that we have here working. We've already had I think at least three, maybe four people working at home for the last week. And it's, you know, there's a few bumps, but it's it's working pretty well so far. And so I want to mention something that you can both comment on, Tenny and Mike, Attorney Tenny Lance, Attorney Mike Coleman. And that is that we now have the ability, because of the, the good quality work that's been done this past week, that f- our employees who are working from home they can look up your file, they can access our central computers, they can answer questions if you've got questions about your estate or your estate plan, right, Tenny? What else could they look at? Basically, yes. My only um, inability is to get physical access to older files that are, are stored here. So if your file was done in 1996, for example, I might not be able to get access to that online. But we're, we're here to help you. We're here to answer telephone calls or to uh, answer emails. I'm in the middle, for example, of um, preparing a purchase and sale agreement for a sale that's due to take place in April. Um, the, the people who belong to the real estate bar have considered themselves, I'm not sure if the governor has considered them or not, to be essential services. (laughs) And so they are continuing to work. Sales are continuing to go on. So let's just give a couple of ideas. Uh, Let's mention your telephone number, first of all. So you can call us at 508-998-8800. You can email us at uh, lancelawinc at aol.com. So those are two good ways to get in touch. And you will get a response. Absolutely, yep. So we've got a team of about, what, I guess 11 or 12 people now who can handle your calls, look at your files, answer your questions, calm your fears. Uh, We're here to help, and we will continue to be here to help. We're not going to go away. We will occasionally go into the office because we can still do that. We're not going to invite clients to come into the office unless it's truly an emergency. But we do want to remind all the listeners out there that this is a particularly important time for you to consider making sure you have the right documents in place. I know you you think we sound like a broken record, and sometimes we are, but gosh, everybody should have a trust or a will in case of death. Everyone should have durable powers of attorney for property and your health care documents in place in case somebody else has to act on your behalf. So we are here to help you get those done. And if it is an emergency, I think, you know, doing a home visit or some sort of a meeting to get the documents signed would be okay. I think that would fall within the regulations of a legal matter that needs uh, attention without causing prejudice. But you'll wear a mask and you'll wash your hands and you'll yeah. use Purell and all the sanitizers, obviously. Correct. And we're um, able, I believe, to use what's called DocuSign, um, which is a, a means of, of signing something remotely by your computer. Um, but we will figure it out. If it's an, it's an emergency, we certainly will be there for you. So I've talked about some of the medical crises um, that existed in the past. And the most important point I want to mention about all of these is that we got through them. It didn't wipe out the world's population. We weren't left with just, you know, crabs running on the beach or any of those other analogies that you can think about. Is that a good analogy, Tenny? I think you've watched too many Planet of the Apes. (laughs) I like Planet of the Apes movies. (laughs) Did you know, ladies and gentlemen, that once on a weekend I sat down and I had the whole series of Planet of the Apes movies. I had them on VHS tape. Wow. And I watched all of them, one after the other. Fortunately, I was away that weekend. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) I like Planet of the Apes. I can't help it. But I also like Winston Churchill, Tenny. 
So Winston Churchill once said, success is not final, failure is not fatal. It is the courage to continue that counts. Now, he was prime minister at a time of uh, great distress, obviously, in World War II, and he was the inspiration that kept England going, wasn't he? Well, it's an interesting time now because during World War II, you had an actual visible enemy that you could go and attack, and you had weapons and those sorts of things to do that. We're fighting this strange thing that nobody can see, nobody knows where it is, how to uh, avoid it. It's it's very, uh, it's not scary so much as it's just weird. I think one encouraging thing is that the cases in China have pretty much stopped. That's yes. what it seems to be. Yeah. And that's where it all started. If they can get that under control with that many people in that country and... I think that's a good sign. Yes. I think it is a good sign also, but um, I also, when I've heard those stories on the news about there are fewer and fewer cases now in the Wuhan province of China, I also think about the fact that China is an authoritarian government. Yeah. And I saw uh, some images on television where people who refused to stay in their houses, they actually welded their doors shut. Wow. So they had no ability to get in this country. We require upon a federal, we require and depend upon a, a federal government and uh, fifty individual state governments, the uh, territory of Puerto Rico, and all the other uh, island possessions uh, that belong to the United States. But we don't have the ability to really force people, and we've got a lot of independence but in this country, don't we? We have to take the responsibility to heed the warnings and um, obey the. Uh, the requests of the governments that we shelter in place effectively. It's an odd phrase. I don't think that um, that being positive and looking forward to the future means that we need to go out and greet each other again with handshakes and, and group uh, affairs at this point in time. I think, I think handshakes yes. might be a thing of the past. Um, I think that after uh, this... Uh, crisis that we're going through, I think people are going to think a lot differently about how they mm -hmm. handle themselves socially. But, Tenny, let's talk about a couple of things that we were discussing the other day. What if somebody called up and said, you know what, I really need a power of attorney, I really need a health care proxy, a family member is going to go into the hospital, I really need these documents, how could I get these documents? So we've talked about some ways that people could call the office, you could then uh, Mike or Tenny could have a telephone conference with them and say, all right, here's what a power of attorney does and here's what a health care proxy does in important documents. And we can take your instructions over the telephone. So you could actually take instructions over the phone. You could prepare documents from your home if you needed to, accessing the office's computers. You could print those documents or you could even email them to the clients. You could arrange for people to pay for those documents uh, with a credit mm -hmm. card over the telephone, and uh, they could pay for it that way. You could then email the documents to them remotely, and we've talked about how do you, how could you arrange for people to have documents witnessed or maybe even notarized, or um, how could you have them sign documents, perhaps even over the internet? So I know those are some yeah. of the things that you're looking. Yeah, some at documents right now. do need to be notarized, so that complicates a little bit. Um, basically, the notary clause says that this person appeared before me in person and acknowledged to me that they're signing mm -hmm. the document voluntarily. Um, so that's a little bit complicated. But if we needed to, we could potentially visit, um, stay far away, and watch them sign it and then notarize it. Okay, and you know something else that could be done? If there are any state representatives or government representatives listening, they could send off a message to the governor and say, sign an executive order right now, Governor Charlie Baker, that if you have to notarize a document, you can do it over the telephone or you could do it on video or something of that nature, and it would still be recognized as a legal notarization, a legal notary public signature. There has been a lot of chatter about that among my colleagues uh, in Mass, NALA, um, and there are thoughts about it both positively and, and negatively um, because mm -hmm. it does pose a risk that people are being coerced or um, are not 
really willingly signing what they're signing. One of the things you may be able to do is have them sign the document and then appear before you later on. Now that would work if the person doesn't pass okay. away or nothing happens in the meantime, but right. maybe later, if they could, they could acknowledge that it's their signature on the document. Or perhaps you can do FaceTime on an Apple iPod and your Apple iPhone. You can do um, face, FaceTime right now. I can call my, my grandson on my cell phone, and he can pick up on his little watch or his iPad or his mother's iPad, and we can talk back and forth to each other. So there are certainly ways that we could meet and greet clients. And I guess in a worst-case scenario, if somebody had to come to the office, you could do that too. So let me tell you about something that happened just this morning. Um, on Lance Family Insurance Agency, we had an actual case this morning where a woman called in. She had to sign something to do with her car insurance or her homeowner's insurance policy. And she called Cheryl Marciano at Lance Family Insurance Agency. The document was ready, but this lady had been up since 5.30, had called Cheryl at home at 8 a.m., which is a little bit early, folks. Don't call quite so early, please. And she told Cheryl that she had visited five different stores this morning. So what we talked we talked about this and said, Cheryl, when she comes to the door, first of all, the doors are locked and there's signs on the doors. You can't come in unless you knock and ask to be admitted. And we're going to find out if you have a temperature and that sort of thing. No, we won't take your temperature. We're going to ask you. <laughs> and I said, Cheryl, why don't you just tell this client when she comes in to stay in your car, in her car, because she's been to all these stores this morning. And, you know, things that you shouldn't be doing right now. So the lady arrived. She called into the office and sat him out front in the car. She rolled her window down. Cheryl went outside uh, and had her signed papers. Cheryl was wearing a mask. And um, she had, I'm not sure if she had gloves on or not. She washed her hands when she came in. So there are ways that you can sign documents if you really have to. But in the meantime, think about yourself, think about your family, think about your neighbor. And don't expose your family and your friends and your neighbors unnecessarily. So I'm going to give you one quotation, then we're going to take a very short break and come back. And when we come back, we're going to talk about how often we've had economic crises in this country and how many times we've had them and have come back from them. So here's another quotation from Franklin D. Roosevelt. When you reach the end of your rope, tie a knot in it and hang on. Good so thought. That's a quick message of hope. Good thought. We're going to take a very short break. We're going to be back in just a moment. We're now 27 minutes into our show, and thank you for pointing out this to me, Brianna. Uh, oh, was Mike to point it out? Okay. Well, thank you, Mike, for pointing it out. Brianna pointed it to the screen, and uh, now I think I know what I'm doing. So here's our ad for the day. We don't have any recorded ads at the moment. We're going to go right through until we reach about 52 minutes, and then we're going to cut off here. So bear with us. But if you need something done, things can still be done. Give a call to the office at Lancelot, Inc. You can reach them at 508-998-8800. Messages will still be taken. Phones will still be answered. Our folks here who are working at home can reach into the computers. They can look at your documents. If you need to make a change in something, you can still make changes, right? Yep. Mike, so those things can still be done. If you have a question about your financial matters, give a call to USA Wealth Group. Call at 508-998-8858. Go into usawealthgroup.com and reach out and communicate. So I had an interesting call last week, and I wanted to tell you about that. This is sort of an advertisement. And I got a call from a woman who said, I guess you know why I'm calling. And I said, no, why are you calling? And she said, well, I'm concerned about what's happening in the stock market. And I said, well, you have one annuity contract, right? And she had called previously and said she was going to call and wanted to talk to me. So we looked up her file really quickly. And she had a fixed indexed annuity account. And she said, well, I'm worried about my account. And I said, well, you are in a fixed indexed annuity you are not impacted at all by what's happened in the stock market. Your account has not gone down. You haven't lost a dollar in value. So we've done a significant amount of those kinds of assets in this office, well over $100 million. 
And one of the things I said to the staff briefly at a meeting, do you know how many calls I have received from our clients that we've been working with over the last 20 years who are concerned about those type of investments? One, one single call. Because everybody else knows or understands that their principal has been totally protected and they're not in the stock market and they haven't lost any money. That's a good feeling. I'm sure there are people that you advised to do these sorts of annuities that didn't, that would be happy with them right now. We did have a little flurry of activity in the last three or four days, and we had several people who came in and decided that they wanted to make the decisions to go forward and do some of these things, and you can still do that. And by the way, if you're sitting on a lot of money in the bank account, bank rates have gone down, uh, we can still help you do that. So those companies have not shut their doors. Um, Some of them are still working remotely. So let me come back and talk about some of the economic impacts that we've seen in the history of our great nation. Uh, Mike and Tenney, do you have any idea when the first major economic crisis occurred in this country? 1797. Oh, you cheated. You looked at my papers. Yes, 1797. We had something called the Panic of 19, excuse me, 1797. There's a picture of George Washington. And there was a land speculation bubble burst. And it coincided with the financial crisis resulting from European deflation. And it also resulted from a yellow fever epidemic that closed the U.S. ports. So there was a panic. It lasted about three years. And then in 1857, there was another economic panic in this country, and it was called the Panic of 1857. That one lasted approximately two years. And uh, inflation was just happening. It started in the western part of the United States, and it happened at the same time that there was a failure um, of a major company in New York that caused 5,000 banks to fail. I mean, I can remember a few years ago when we had... um, credit unions that went through a crisis, and they were bailed out by the federal government. And then in 1873, there was another panic. There was a railroad boom that led to a bust. It resulted in the failure by a large banking company. Doesn't yep. that sound like 2008? And that resulted in a stock market so severe that the St- New York Stock Exchange halted trading wow, for 10, 10 days. Mm. That was in 1873. That was after the Civil War. In 1893, there was another one. There was overbuilding of railroads. Uh, It slowed down economic expansion. The Philadelphia and Reading Railroad ran into bankruptcy, and there was a run in the banks, and 500 banks closed. We won't have that today. The Treasury Secretary in the United States has just come out recently and said, we will not run out of money in this country. The Federal Reserve will continue to issue money into the banking system as necessary to make sure that these major banks and major banking companies do not fail. But anyway, the the message here is that there have been a lot of crises that have happened economically. Mm -hmm. We forget that. I mean, I wasn't around, I was not around in 1907 for the (laughs) Knickerbocker crisis, as it was called. That lasted for six weeks. The Knickerbocker Trust Company collapsed because the bank president improperly used bank money in a failed attempt to drive up the price of copper. This sounds like some of the United States senators who went out and sold their own stock because they had inside information ahead of the general public. Uh, And then, of course, a lot of people have heard in our century about the Great Depression. That lasted about Mm -hmm. 12 years to come out of that. And that's not as odd as it seems Uh, This was the time when Franklin Roosevelt came into the presidency. Um, But people were unemployed. People were in bread lines. Uh, Unemployment went up as high as 25%. More recently, we had a recession in 1973. That lasted about two years. That was a result of an oil crisis because the Arab exporters quadrupled their oil prices. And then we had long lines in the country. No, I was not yet. (laughs) Close, but... (laughs) Brianna, I know you weren't around in 1973. Oh, Ray, you and I remember. Brianna wasn't even a a figment at that point. Maybe. Mike, you might have been a figment. That's the year my parents got married. Oh, then you were probably a figment. Well, in 1981, we had a recession that lasted a year and a half. 
Uh, that resulted from monetary policy being tightened. And then in 2007, 2009, we had another recession in this country. Um, fortunately, the Treasury stepped in then. They bailed out some of the major banking institutions, which kept the economy from collapsing. Now at least we're a bit more aware of these things, and we're a bit more on top of these things. I don't think we will see that today. But if you were in the stock market in 2007, 2008, 2009, you lost money. It took a long time for those to come back, didn't it? It, it took almost 10 years in some cases for some of the stocks to come back. Hopefully that won't happen but at this Fed time. But the Fed is really on top of this. I saw a very interesting interview of uh, it was a Midwestern uh, head of the Fed there. And he said, we are prepared. We are going to uh, put the money into the system as needed, that uh, perhaps in the 2008 time frame, the Feds acted a little too late to uh, really make sure that uh, the worst of the impact was limited. But we're now prepared to make sure that that's not the case. And I believe that they will. I think there will be economic impacts for all of us. Um, long-term impacts on our children and our children's children. But we will get through this, and uh, we all will be well. And if you're out there and you're worried about your money in the stock market, talk to Ray. He's <laughs> protected a lot of funds over the years. Well, I think the important message today, ladies and gentlemen listening, and again, thank you very much for listening, is... We want to be a hope uh, source for you. We want to be giving you a message of hope and a message not to panic, but certainly do plan. If you've already done planning with Lance Law Inc. or if you've done financial planning with us, congratulations, you've done some very important things. If you have questions or concerns about those documents, give Tenny or give Mike a call at 508-998-8800. They will get back to you. We've got a very talented team of people here willing to yeah, help and able to, to help. You, you may, if you call, not reach somebody immediately directly because we're not going to be here in the office as the governor has asked us not to be. But we will get back to you. We are in a time when you need to have voices of uh, hope and, and positive voices coming from our elected officials, our governors, our president, and everybody else. And I'm going to continue to give you a couple of quotations from Franklin Roosevelt. He said, I'm not the smartest fellow in the world, but I can sure pick smart colleagues. And I thought that was a good thing. And I, I feel that way about this office. I think we've got some really talented people. And uh, Brianna's only been with us for a couple of days, actually. I am so impressed and so amazed at what she can do. So you're going to hear more from us, and you're going to hear more from her. I also want to give you one more thing from Franklin Roosevelt. I think that's my last uh, quotation from him. He said, I pledge you, I pledge myself to a new deal for the American people. In the coming days, in the coming weeks, we're going to need to hear something from all of our senators and congressmen working together. There's talk about spending a trillion dollars, maybe two trillion dollars. People are hurting right now, and they're going to be hurting more. I, I do believe that... Uh, economically, things are going to get a bit worse before they get better, but we will pull out of this. We will get through this. It's a time to help your neighbor. It's a time to help yourself. It's a time to think, not only do I want to go out and I'm bored and I want to be uh, out of my house, I want to go do something else, but it's a time to be thinking about whether that has an impact on somebody else if you do that. So you do need to self-quarantine if you can do that and stay home. Will it get better? Absolutely, it will get better. Will we survive? Yes, absolutely, we will survive and we will get through this. So we've, we've talked a little bit about some of the economic crises in the last century. Um, we're not going to go through that again, except to simply say once more with some emphasis that we've survived all these things in the past. We've survived World War One. We've survived World War Two. We got through and survived the Vietnam War. We've been involved in conflicts in Afghanistan and Iraq and other parts of the world. I was going to mention the 2001 after the World Trade Center attacks. Stock market, really. Yeah. We survived the World Trade Center. Yep, that's a very important thing. I mean, people were panicked and scared across the country when that happened. 
and didn't know if, if we were under assault in other parts of the country, if we were going to go into a, a meltdown, a, you know, a major right. international war. We just didn't know what to expect at that time. It was a time it of great fear, wasn't it? It was scary to be outside and see a plane go overhead and wonder, mm-hmm. hmm, is that plane under control or is it heading in my direction? Mm-hmm. And what's the overwhelming image you think about when you think about 9-11 and you think about uh, after the towers were collapsed, you, th- you think that you think about George Bush standing on top of the pile of rubble and reaching out to all the uh, the, the firemen and the policemen and and all those people. That those that was a very significant image at that time. You know, in many respects, we are operating under the same set of circumstances right now. But you know, a lot of these things that we talk about aren't recent. They go back to ancient times and thousands of years ago, uh, Plato once said, courage is knowing what not to fear. And Ernest Hemingway once wrote, courage is grace under pressure. So this is not a time to panic. It's a time to think about what can you do to help your neighbor. So I've gone through some medical tests myself recently, and it's not important to go into the detail of that. But my next-door neighbor reached out to me yesterday in a text message. Um, She happens to be in the nursing profession. And she said, I'm going out to get some groceries, and I have to go to the drugstore. Is there anything I can pick up for you? And I thought, what a really nice thing to do to reach out to help somebody. So if you can reach out and help somebody, this is the time when you need to do it. And be smart. And wash your hands. Stay away from close contacts. Uh, just be very aware. It's amazing when you pay attention how often you touch your your face, your eyes, your ears, your nose, and you don't even think about it ordinarily. You need to think about it now. Now you think need to think about all these things. Um, I would like to mention that in the offices here and Fonts Corner Road, there are a lot of informational brochures that uh, Tenny and Mike can pass along to you. Um, they have something called your guide to veterans benefits, for example. Uh, your guide to Medicaid benefits. People are concerned about, well, gee, what if somebody in my household needs to go into a nursing home? You can talk to them. You can do telephone conferences on those subjects. Lance Family Insurance Agency, which is another partner in the office here, uh, they do homeowners insurance and car insurance. And we've talked about this repeatedly, that about 80% of everybody that Cheryl Marciano, our chicken lady, is able to talk to, she's able to help and give them a call. Their number is 774-992-0789. I'm hoping they might change that number sometime. It's a little hard to remember, but just look up Lance Family Insurance Agency. Or you can call them at 508-998-8858 and you'll get a response on that. So Cheryl helped somebody this morning. morning, As I mentioned, she went out into the parking lot. She had a mask on, had somebody sign documents who sat in their car to do that. What do you do in this time if you have a car accident and you're insured by Lance Family Insurance Agency? You call them. You're going to get an answer. You're going to get a response. We picked up a separate monitor for Cheryl so she can fully access your account with her, with the agency, from her house, so she doesn't have to come in the office. If she needs to, she will. And you can do the same thing. But you've got a number of different kinds of reports, uh, Tenny and Mike, that you can send to people if they want. Or they just have questions, or they want to change a beneficiary, or something drastic happens in their family. Yeah, if you do have any issues, if you want any of that information, or if you think you want to have documents prepared, you can give us a call at 508-998-8800. And we're also checking emails just as we always do. Uh, you can email us at lancelawinc at aol.com. And I think you'll be doing, you'll be learning more about uh, the ability to take down information from somebody over the telephone, mm-hmm. prepare a document, email it to them, arrange for a payment, um, and then arrange mm-hmm. for executing that document. So um, we're going to be doing those things. You're going to be doing those if things we need on to, a temporary yeah. basis. Sure. Yes. If you need to. And 
I feel like I need to say a lot of more about quotations. So I want to give a quotation because of something happened to this this past week to one of my favorite singers, um, Kenny Rogers. I, I promise I won't sing on the radio. But here's a quote from him, which is from one of his songs. Uh, I have to say it without singing it. You got to know when to hold them, know when to fold them, know when to walk away, know when to run. Actually, I can sing it pretty well, but I won't. And Kenny Rogers also said, I was raised in the church. And that's an important time for now. I'm not sure what other churches are doing. I know that the church that Tenny and I go to, which is the Dartmouth Congregational Church on Elm Street in Dartmouth, um, the minister is uh, broadcasting on Sunday morning. I haven't figured out if she's pre-recorded that or if she's doing that live. Three times a week, actually. She records on Sundays, Tuesdays, and Thursdays and sends it out via email. Um, Our music directors have also done a wonderful thing. They've sent out um, musicals. uh, I sing in the choir, so that's why they've sent it to me. But they've sent out um, moving and emotional kinds of uh, encouraging music to listen to. They even had their five-year-old son accompanied by his wonderful piano player father. His son sang, You Are My Sunshine. And that made everybody happy. (laughs) (laughs) And I imagine there must be a lot of other uh, churches and synagogues and so forth out there that are doing the same thing um, and broadcasting. So check in with your religious institution. Um, And speaking of the Jewish religion, this is a former prime minister of the country of Israel, Benjamin Disraeli. I am prepared for the worst, Hmm. but hope for the best. So a lot of this is a time when, you know, great leaders step forward and give hope and give encouragement with care. Because we, the, we, with we care, still this too need shall to be pass. Vigilant. We still need to observe the recommendations of mm-hmm. the health people. That's right. We had an employee come into the office um, last week, I think it was, and her daughter called from Oklahoma and screamed at her because she didn't want her to be in the office. So she went home. <laughs> Well, you know, people are concerned. This is a time when we don't know the full extent of how this will spread. Um, But the other thing that's going to happen, I think, that we need to mention very quickly is that there will be a vaccine at some point. You know, they're they're working around the clock right now to find a vaccine. And so think what happens if one month from now or two months from now suddenly – it's announced that we now have a vaccine. We're rushing it into production. We're going to get as many people vaccinated <clears throat> excuse me, as possible. And by the way, for those of you who haven't done your flu shots, check with your provider and see if it's still okay to do a flu shot. You're not out of the woods for Yeah, and if you have a, an underlying sickness here and you were to get the virus, you're more susceptible to passing away. <laughs> I think it's a good time to give you another quotation from Winston Churchill. If you're going through hell, keep going. (laughs) That was one of my first questions about all of this is, how are we going to know when it's over? Because... Well, I can tell you that. I can answer that. I'm not an expert, obviously, because you're going to see the rates of infection going down. Um, But I don't think we have gotten there yet. And you need to think about what else you could be doing while you're at home, right, Tony? I mean, do I something hope positive that at home. Include vacuuming and dusting. <laughs> well, I hope it doesn't include installing a new thermostat on the wall that I can't figure out. I need a technical oh, advisor all the for that. Do items that are undone. <laughs> all right, so I have to give you a couple more quotations because we have to lighten this up just a little bit. We don't have a long, lot longer to broadcast, but this is one of my favorites from George Burns. Speaking Mm -hmm. of doing things while you're at home, Mike, you know you're getting old when you stoop to tie your shoelaces and wonder what else you could be doing (laughs) while you're down there. So what else could you be doing while you're home? Well, here's my last quotation from George Burns. Don't stay in bed unless you can make money in bed. (laughs) <laughs> I'm not sure what he meant by that one, but I kind of liked it. Never mind. 
No, we won't go there. So, um, Mike, any last words you want to say before we end our broadcast today? We're going to end in about two Again, if anyone here. wants to contact us, you can call us at 508-998-8800, or you can email us at lancelawinc at aol.com. How Don't you, think that we are not going to be here for you, because we will. And uh, if you need us, contact us the way Mike just suggested. And I always get the last word because I have the largest <laughs> and the microphone. the biggest ears. Right? <laughs> and the biggest mouth. <laughs> well, I want to say basically that um, this is not a time to panic, but it is a time to plan. And the functions that these offices have been able to do for you for many, many generations and many years now will continue. We're just going to do it a little bit differently. So if you have a need to get something done, call the office. We'll help you figure out how to get it done. And I want to give you the motto of the Marine Corps because I think it's very appropriate. For those of you who've been uh, faithful listeners, you know that in my family I have four generations of Marines. Um, my grandfather, World War I, my father, World War II, and Korea. And then I served in the Marine Corps, and our son Peter did. And the motto of the Marine Corps is very simple, um, Semper Fidelis or Semper Fi. And that means always faithful. And that's a motto that we had tried to apply here. I'd like to give a special thank you to um, everybody who's working in our office and everybody who's been supporting us over the years. Uh, we have a great team of people. I'm very proud of them. Um, we will all continue to work with you. And then my closing quotation for today is from Eleanor Roosevelt. You gain strength, courage, and confidence by every experience in which you really stop to look fear in the face. You are able to say to yourself, I lived through this horror. I can take the next thing that comes along. Eleanor Roosevelt. This too will pass. So thank you for listening, ladies and gentlemen. Stay well. We'll see you again on the radio. This is an important announcement about protecting your home, your assets, and your family. For more than 40 years, the lawyers and professional staff at Lance Law, Inc. have been helping Massachusetts families plan wisely. At Lance Law, their only goal is to help your family reach your goals. This is what most clients want for their families. They want to protect their home for their family and not lose it to a nursing home. Most people want to avoid probate and have their assets go to their loved ones more quickly than a court process allows. And every client wants to leave everything to their family without paying taxes. If you want to help your family and protect your house and assets, call Lance Law today at 508-998-8800. Remember, if you plan properly, you won't lose your money. Call Lance Law at 508-998-8800 for more information or for an appointment. Call 508-998-8800. That's 508-998-8800 for Lance Law.